and thank you. Um, this morning, we are going to get into history on Earth. Uh, we're going to talk about the Homestead Acts of 1862 and the Southern Homestead Act of 1866 this morning. That's going to be the first segment. And then for the the end of the show, um, in our in our second half, I'm going to get into uh, Epstein's uh, hidden stash revelation. It's really not a revelation because he his, it was all found in, in 2019, right after his arrest. And, you know, they have videos and, and pictures. But I, I want to get into that later because it has so much to go into with our, our politics and our election coming up. Um, but I wanted to get into the Homestead Act uh, of 1862 because I think a lot of people, first, let me get into why I'm talking about it. Um, you know, there was, I don't know if people know Whoopi Goldberg uh, from The View. And uh, she had Mr. Uh, forget his name. Let me find it here. Um, okay, I had it bookmarked. Now where did it go? Oh wow. Let me see if I can find it again. because they're 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 talking about the homestead act and and basically uh the homestead act uh, gave land uh cheaply and um but they made it seem like it was all for black people and it, that's not something that happened. That's not something. Um, wow, did they really just take that video down? That's crazy. So I did have it up. And, um, mm, mm, mm. Damn. So I'm going to play what the Homestead Act was, and, and let's listen to it. Uh, this is Martin Luther King talking about the Homestead Act. Um, 1862 and 1866. At the very same time that an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farm. Not only that, Today, many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. Now, this is what we are faced with, and this is the reality. Now, when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming to get our check. 1863. To the last homesteader, Kenneth Deerdorf, who received his land patent in 1988, the impact of the Homestead Act is still felt to this day. One must ask themselves, what indeed was the true cost of giving away 270 million acres of public land, roughly 10% of this nation, over to private ownership? Bringing with them their own hopes, dreams, and cultural backgrounds, many people emigrated from Europe to Homestead, shifting immigration patterns. The Homestead Act of 1862 was one of the most significant and enduring events in the westward expansion of the United States. The Homestead Act also helped to fuel the Industrial Age, the ever-increasing need for goods in the West inspired the invention, the production, 
and the delivery of these goods. Farm equipment quickly evolved from the use of hand tools to what we see today. One thing all homesteaders had in common was their desire for better lives for themselves and their children. Over the 124-year history of the Homestead Act, over 2 million people filed homestead claims. Of these 2 million people, about 783,000, approximately 40%, were successful, fulfilling all the requirements of the government and earning the patent to their property. Today, over 90 million people are descendants of homesteaders. Indeed, the Homestead Act of 1862 has had a significant impact on the United States. And the ultimate cost of giving this land away, well, that's for you to decide. At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farm. Not only that, Today, many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the So, as you can see, we have um, we've had things taken from us, and nobody that's something that nobody wants to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about the things that have kept us from being seen as equals uh, and having that equity. Uh, you know, because we talk about Emancipation Proclamation, you know, and, and what, because America wasn't even fully, I want people to understand this, that America wasn't even fully developed yet, right? So that's why they did these homestead acts so that people could branch out. See, the first one, and I'm going to tell you this because the first one was the, the proclamation, Emancipation Proclamation, passed, 1863, right? So the Homestead Act was in 1862. So that's how you had, they seen Minnesota became a state in 1858. So you had other states become part of the United States of America. And that's what people fail to realize is because what was out in that, 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 that outer land, there was nothing but land and opportunity. And if we didn't know how to, you know, we knew how to farm, we know how to build houses, but what we didn't have is that equity. We didn't have that, that the, the resources to be able to buy animals, to be able to buy seed, to be able to buy wood, to be able to buy different things, to be able to prosper and have that generational wealth, like millions of other families that were able to do that, were able to be able to be a part of the, the Homestead Act out in, let's say, like Montana or South Dakota or California, because this is... A, all things that even, and I did find a video with Whoopi too. And that's what something that made me want to bring this up is the whole clip of Whoopi talking on uh, the view, her show, the view. And while I don't always agree with Miss Whoopi Goldberg, um, you know, we're all entitled to our own opinion. 
but she doesn't bring. Can you explain why your family did? Yes, and a lot of people said that's not possible. Could you explain what happened? Sure. Um, Received there uh, 40 acres. There was a thing called the the, uh, Southern Homestead Act of 1866. And Whoopi's ancestors, the Washingtons, applied for 104 acres in Florida in the year 1873. And I handed her a deed of ownership dated 1878. Her family got not only got 40 acres, you got 104 Why? acres of they land. Did they, yeah. Now, did they take right. it? Did they take it or did they, was she, were well, they anybody could it? apply. Uh, the Homestead Act um, meant that you could apply for vacant land and right. you had to prove it. By proving it, you had to cultivate it, you know, build a, a shelter, mm-hmm. you know, so was it develop different? a crop. And only 10% of all the black people who applied for a homestead land now proved the, their claim. Now, with the 40 acres and a mule, was, weren't people just supposed to be given? Now, I want to speak about this because the Southern Homestead Act of 1866 aimed to empower freedmen and refugees post the Civil War with 160 acres of land. Despite challenges, it sought to provide a fresh start. Now, I want people to know there was a small fee. How many newly free had money like that is what I really want to know. And I want people to know this had nothing to do with the 40 acres and a mule legislation that Lincoln had wrote before he was killed. This had nothing to do. And that's the part that pisses me off. It frustrates me when people, you have these celebrities and they go on here and they give these these narratives of things that happened in history, but not the full facts. And even that that was a doctor, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I forget his name. Henry Louis Gates. I, I don't even know. I guess he's a top scholar. You're not a very top scholar, dude, when you're out here giving out misinformation and you're not giving out all the facts. And to me, that's why I feel like critical race theory is already indoctrinated. And it, they say it's a college course. I think it's something that already for me is because now you see things that are coming out because of technology about the past, right? And things that we learned the opposite in school. So how is that not critical? Because we learned things about our ethnic race, right? But not the full facts. We learned theories. So how is that not critical? How is that not CRT that already hasn't been indoctrinated into us? And I know people are going to be like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. How doesn't it? How does that not make any sense when we're literally being told one thing, but then we go do our own education into another thing? Come on, when we learn something different, how is that not us being indoctrinated, programmed into believing something when we are when we are greater than what we're being told? Literally, we hear... You know, you can go back in history, right? And I don't even know how many presidents we've had, but I know we've only had one that's been considered black, and that's Obama, right? How many black governors in Minnesota? No. We're having states that are having their first U.S. senators, U.S. congressmen. We're having first black governors. It's 2023. Why are we still having the firsts? Because of legislation that in certain states, certain areas that are different. And that's the problem. Because they're literally, even in Louisiana right now, when you look at it, they're writing legislation. I shouldn't say they're writing legislation, but they're literally going to go have a a special session to change their voting maps, their district maps, right? Why? To make it harder to get changed so that they can, and and that's what people fail to realize. They literally change the game. They find those little loopholes because we're too undereducated. We're too undereducated 
to look at those types of things, to read those types of things. And we should really be more um, I'm sorry, an alert came over my phone about Perry. So 10 victims so far, and they're still continuing to search the building. Um, it's sad that you got, we have to, it's 921 in the morning central time, and we have a school shooting already. And it's so close because Perry, Iowa is only two hours and 43 minutes from where I'm at right now. And that, that's insane to me. That, that's insane. When are, when are we going to get it together? Because no legislation is going to change anything. It's going to come from education. It's going to come from knowing the problems. You know, and that's one thing that, that I see is when we talk about equity. Because we don't get the same kind of equity when we go to the bank. How many, I don't know how many times I've seen uh, black home educators who are out in Montana or Dr. Boyce Watkins or Dr. Claude Anderson sit there and talk about black equity and, and, and black capitalism and black ownership. No, I didn't say prayer. Perry, Iowa. Perry, Iowa. Yeah, Perry, Iowa. It is in, I forget the county's name. Let me get the county's name. Because I have the county's name. Because it's been, so Dallas County, which is in Perry, Iowa. Yeah. School at the high school. And they're using the elementary school as a, the elementary school and the courthouse to reconnect families. So I'm just hoping that everybody is, is, is okay and just praying because 2024 has already been a hell of a year. We started off a hell of a year. And I just want to finish up with, you know, the Homestead Act. Uh, and, and, and teaching about that is because, you know, the University of Minnesota did a study um, about racial covenants that are actually still written in our covenants, and I, if people don't know what covenants are, covenants are, they're like zoning. So there was certain things that you had to, even we still have those today, that if people look on their housing deeds, uh, if you're not in Minnesota, wherever you're at, look at your, if you own a house, look at your house deed and, and see if there was things there are color codes on there. If there wasn't, you can't uh, rent or you can't sell your property or, you know, certain things like that that have to do with race. And you will be surprised that there is literally things like that that were in 2023 and are still written like that. And we just have to face the fact that America was built on, I'm not going to say hate, right? Because I don't think they, they, back in the day, I don't think they fully, they maybe not seen us as human beings, but I don't think it was hate because we were sitting there, we were building something that they know they couldn't, right? They were, that they couldn't do. That they didn't want to use the time or, or their expertise or their knowledge to build. No, what they wanted to do was to sit back and allow others to do it for them so that they could take the credit. That's how America was built. America wasn't built on, I, I sit there and I look at Vivian Thomas, who we talked about this week, or Elizabeth Key, or who, what's her name, Ruby Bridges, Claudette Colvin. You know, we forget about so many people in our past that have walked these journeys before us, that have walked these same roads, and but yet we keep on repeating history, right? Because they told us, that the Civil Rights Act would change things for black people, right? They told us that the, the Voting Rights Act bill would change for us. They told us that the Crime Bill Act would help black people. They told us equal opportunity would help black people. They told us affirmative action would help black people. But yet, why are we still have DEI programs? 
Why do we have all of these programs to just for us to be seen as equal, right? And, and, and include us, but yet used against us when we get to these positions and then they say that we're not qualified. I'm gonna speak on Claudine, on Claudine Gay, right? I'm gonna speak on that again, because at the end of the day, it's always looked at that, right? It's even in, how is that not rankism? How is that not rankism? Because how many other people are qualified to be in that position, but all because of a few things for Claudine? She fits in that box. It's the same way here in, in Minnesota, when we literally will go to the to the so-called leaders, right? That have maybe we shouldn't trust them, but yet we listen to them because of their mouthpieces, right? That's a problem. This isn't politics isn't a popularity contest. That's why we don't get anywhere because everybody's so worried about who likes who and who doesn't. And that's where I'm going to go into this next segment. And we're going to talk about the big news that came out yesterday. Jeffrey Epstein. Because uh, there's a lot missing that I, I feel like that isn't being um, put out there. So I just want to do a little timeline um, of, of Epstein, Jeffrey. So on July 6th, Epstein, a billionaire, U.S. hedge fund manager with a bevy of celebrity friends, is arrested upon his return to the United States from France and later charged with sex trafficking of minors. Prosecutors say Epstein, who had previously been convicted in Florida of paying young girls for massages, sexually exploited dozens of underage girls, some as young as 14, at his homes in Manhattan, Palm Beach, Florida, between 2002 and 2005. Now, August 19th, August 2019, his suicide. Um, Epstein pleads not guilty on August 10th. He is found dead hanging in his cell at Manhattan's Metropolitan Correctional Center. He was 66. The autopsy confirms he committed suicide. Uh, days after Epstein's death, French prosecutors opened a separate inquiry into the suspected rape and sexual abuse of minors by a modeling agent linked to Epstein, Jean-Luc Burnell, who is also suspected of procuring young women for Epstein, is arrested in December 2020 at a Paris airport on his way to Senegal. November 2019, Prince Andrew is implicated. Britain's Prince Andrew, a friend of Epstein, denies claims he had sex with an American woman, Virginia Guffrey, who says she was trafficked by Epstein as a teenager and passed around like a platter of fruit to his friends. July 2020, Maxwell is arrested. On July 2nd of 2020, Epstein's former girlfriend, British socialite Shalane Maxwell is arrested in the United States and charged with sex trafficking minors for him. 2021, Epstein allies toppled. Leon Black, the head of an investment firm, Apollo Global Management, steps down in March in 2021 because of his business links with Epstein. In November 2021, British Banks Barclays parts company with its chief executive officer, Jess Staley, because of his past ties to Epstein. August 2021, civil case against Prince, not not Roger Nelson, not that Prince, the other Prince, uh, Prince Andrew in New York saying she was forced into having sex with him when she was 17. December 2021, Maxwell convicted. On December 29th, Maxwell is found guilty by a New York court of five counts of sex crimes, including sex trafficking a minor. January 2022. Prince Andrews settles the lawsuit by, by Gaffier for an unspecified amount, according to a court filing. The British press estimates the settlement at more than 12 million pounds, $14.6 million at the time. He is stripped of his military titles and royal patronage. 
20, February 2022, Epstein Associate found dead. Uh, February 18th, Brunelis found hanged in his, see, I like that they use the word hanged. They didn't use hung, so that doesn't sound like a suicide. Uh, he is believed to have died by suicide. Uh, June 2022, Maxwell is sentenced to 20 years in jail. She appeals. Now, I want people to to think about this and, and this next part that I'm going to read, because last year between May and June, uh, you had settlements. Uh, the Deutsche Bank settled to $75 million um, on a class action lawsuit brought by victims who accused it of doing business while Eps with Epstein while knowing he used money in his account for sex trafficking. Also, U.S. Bank J.P. Morgan Chase reaches a settlement in principle to settle a similar case without saying how much it paid. The victim's lawyers put the figure at $290 million. Now, the part that I, I really want people to sit here and to think about is because when, they, when he was arrested and they raided his New York house in 2019. You know, everybody's worried about these lists, right? Why are we worried about lists when there's actual video and photo documentation? And and I'm wondering where did it go? Because and who does who's all in these pictures and these videos? Because everybody's so worried about who was on the plane, who was on this list. Why are we worried about that when the FBI had has confiscated more than 20,000 images from CDs, hard drives, photos, stored in drawers and closets, along with hundreds of logs and notes when they search Epstein's $17 million New York home. This has all been sealed since 2019. Now imagine the trove of evidence against individuals that was found here and in his other six homes. Yeah. Because today's court case documents that, that they released yesterday pales in, in comparison to what the FBI has. Think about that, right? They didn't want to let this man, this is a billionaire, they, they wouldn't even let on, on bail. They found a, a passport from another country and another name for him. How is this man was not protected? And then the crazy part of it is, his celly. Nobody wants to talk about the ex-cop that was his celly who had murdered people that was in there for murder. No, but see, people don't want to talk about that. And then there's no there's no um, documentation of the the celly who was Nicholas Tartagaloni, Epstein's cellmate, being transferred to another cell prior to Epstein's suicide as was officially claimed, it does not exist. It never happened. Uh, you know, why Why can't they release that if they moved him to another cell for safety reasons? Why wouldn't we be able to see video of them moving, Nicholas? You know, I really want people to think about that because I, I'm going to take it back to Derek Chauvin, who was stabbed in a federal prison by a federal snitch by a federal paid rat. So why wouldn't a cop do the same thing for people that are in positions of power that have tons of money, right? And they control a system. They might not be able to, see, here's the crazy thing. They might not be able to legally get you out because it'll make them look bad, but I bet you they could privately get you out of the country. Because I'll tell you right now, every time I go on TikTok, there's always dudes on live. You go on Facebook, dudes on prison and live. Why can't we see some of these celebrities? Why I shouldn't even say celebrities. Why can't we see some of these high profile people? Because we know they got phones. Come on now. If some if, if Pookie, crackhead Pookie can get a cell phone in prison. You mean to tell me that these cats can't get cell phones in prison? Come on now. But yeah, they getting cocaine. They getting weed. They getting women. What you mean to tell me we can't see them on live? That's because I, I really believe that some of these cats ain't in prison. Damn, here's their first day back. 
down in Perry. That's crazy. Mm -mm -mm. That's insane what kids got to go through as they're going to school and just somebody just comes out and shoots. Mm -hmm. But we're so worried about an Epstein list and the FBI already got all this information. Who are they protecting, right? Why are they protecting Bill Clinton? We know Bill was there. We know Alan Dershowitz, the professor, lawyer, whatever he wants to call himself from Harvard. We know he was there, right? We knew all these people were there, but we, we don't. what we don't know is what were they doing there? Were they having sexual relations with underage girls? Were they paying Epstein? Was Epstein actually blackmailing Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Obama, some of these 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 high profile people, also that he could be in a position of power because everything about this man is a mystery. How does a, a unknown billionaire? How do these people get his money? Because I'll tell you right now, once you look into him, it's really funny how a poor man who grew up poor all of a sudden is a billionaire. And that has no college education and is a financier. But then you see who he used to work for, Leslie Wexner. And see, a lot of people don't even won't even know some of these names because at the end of the day, they're people that we never cared about. They're people that are rich. That's why we don't care about the Rockefellers. That's why we don't care about the Soroses. These billionaires are even Bill Gates. You know, we we see Bill Gates buying up all this property this land and we think that's all oh, look what bill doing he's doing such a great thing no he's not no he's not but yet people too afraid to call it out that's why i'm glad cat williams did what he did because it's i see that 2024 is the year of exposement 2024 is the year of truth and i'm going to stand on that because i see i see so many people coming out with their truths and, and, and what I say is keep going, right? Because we're today's the fourth day, and every day we've had something major happen in America. In the world, we've had something major happen every day so far. Wake up, people, because it's there. It's there. But people got to realize it's there and, and, and realize that the things that are being put out there were always there. We just never paid attention to it, that these people were... were child predators that they were people that were sex trafficking and doing weird ass things to get money to get fame and yet these are people that we follow behind and and listen to them right why why i sit there and i think about why do we stand behind a amy klobuchar right or why do we stand behind a, a mayor, Jacob Fry, Frey, or a city council that literally right now that they have their police department in Minneapolis evicting an encampment with over 180 people in there. They're displacing 180 people right now this morning. These are the type of people that we vote for, but they're supposed to be progressive Democrats and care about us. They don't, they could give two fucks. It's just like earlier this week when I talked about Oakland, California. They've had that consent decree going on two decades. 20 years, they're still in a consent decree. And no change. So you tell me who really cares about us when we see all of this information about our alphabet boys, right? I'm talking about law enforcement officers. I'm talking about the DEA. I'm talking about the FBI. I'm talking about the CIA. all have things in their past that people have talked about, but we didn't want to believe it, right? About the guns, about the drugs, about big pharma, all of that. And people just still don't understand that if it doesn't make dollars, it don't make sense. Money is the root of all evil and people still don't want to believe that. People still don't want to believe it. Mm -mm -mm. 
And then you people will get it one day. I hope it's not too late. I think, I, I, honestly, I think it's already too late because people are so indoctrinated and so programmed to believe a certain thing is that there's so much, all this information is going to come out and people aren't going to be able to comprehend it. They're not going to be able to digest it because their whole being, their whole has been to think that that shit was a lie, to, to that's not the truth. And, and, and still you have people like Whoopi, you have people like Kevin Hart, you have people uh, like Cedric Frazier, uh, AOC, or Elon Omar, uh, my son, the general, Tamika Mallory. They'll come out and give a whole nother narrative that goes with the, the Democrats, right? Also, we can just keep on living in this bullshit. You know, just like Rev said last night, you got to pay attention. Pay attention. Right. Nobody wants to pay attention because that gatekeeping is a real thing and people don't understand it. You know, we literally they wanted to they we've been asking for banning no knock warrants. But then they write a red gun law flag, right? Red flag gun law. That gives them the right to just go into the house with a no knock warrant. So how did that help us when all they did is backdoor us? And, 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 we, and, and we still ain't standing up. We still ain't standing up for it because they took it because at the end of the day, our leaders have sold us out because we want reps who can rap and not reps who rap our com who rap for our community. We want we want celebrities. We want the popularity contest, right? Don't nobody want change in our community because they think this shit is a popularity contest. And, and that's a problem when our politics are more of a, a popularity contest than about if a person's policies are good. Because I'll tell you right now, when I've seen debates about policies, it's always the weakest candidate who on policy wins. And, and I will never understand that. Is it because at the end of the day, these outside the box candidates we always want to go with people that want to go with the grain than against the grain. It's time to start thinking outside the box because these same people that are, were voting in the office are silencing us. They don't want us to go to the city council meetings, just like we talked about yesterday. The Star Tribune was on the front page of the Star Tribune news. They want to restrict us from talking in public because they don't want to hear from the constituents because they don't care about us, right? And people don't realize that because at the end of the day, one, at least one dead, that's crazy. On the first day back to school after winter break, damn, sad. But they don't want change because at the end of the day, that violence, even them, what they're doing to that encampment this morning makes money, right? You got, they're giving officers overtime, public works. They're high. They're using their, their paid spokespeople, their violence interrupters to come out there and, and try to be that, the, the separation between the, the government and the police and the, the community. But at the end of the day, it's time to choose sides. You on the right side or the wrong side? This because this is a fight, good versus evil, right versus wrong. I will say this: the truth hurts. The truth hurts, but the truth shall set us free. Yeah, the truth hurts because I'll tell you right now that a lot of people are going to be mad. They're going to be really hurt when the information comes out, and there's things that our elected leaders, our, our community leaders allowed and they could have stopped. People are going to be pissed. Our, all the money that they stole, they fraudulently took and spent it on houses, cars, vacations, money that was supposed to be going to the community. What are you guys going to do? 
because I, I, I know a lot of people are going to be pissed. They're going to be hurt. But you know what? You should have been believing the people that have been sitting here telling you instead of ganging up and, and, and bandwagoning and, and oh, you just you just hating on them. You just know the truth is the truth. That's why Lisa and them block us. That's why Jerry McAfee sends his sons at me. Because the truth hurts. The truth hurts. Why do you think them people going right now? What Cat Williams said on, on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast. You got everybody named Mama that he named in there coming out and saying something. They have to. That man went out there and told the truth. Told the truth. That these people will do anything for money. They'll sell out their souls for money. And yet we didn't, we don't want to believe it. We don't want to believe it. That's why we we get nowhere because we have more sellouts in our communities than we do really revolutionaries. Everybody want to claim that they're a revolutionary. But I don't see no revolutionary movement. I see a movement of followers. I don't see a, a, a movement of, of critical thinkers. I don't see a, a movement of critical strategizing, organizing. I don't, I don't see that. I see a, a movement of dysfunction, disconnect. Because at the end of the day, if this is about the community, make it about the community. Let's, let's get that separation from church and state, right? Let's keep church in the church and let's keep the legislation in, in the streets because God don't respect man's law. And that's what people fail to realize is that how can we call ourselves Christians when literally our government does everything the Bible is against? Thou shall not kill. Thou shall not steal. How is America built on those seven deadly sins? Gluttony. Lust. Come on now, open your eyes. Open your eyes. It, it, it's sad to see, but it, it and that's why I'm going to continue going back and, and educating because it's all there. They've always just sat there and, and you know, what's that? That, uh, you know, they used to put a, a, a donut or, or a piece of candy on a string and, 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 and tangle it so we couldn't get it. That's literally what they do to us because they give us Juneteenth, right? They give us an appetizer, but they never want to give us the full course meal, right? They always want to give us a, a piece at a time. Why can't we have it all like everybody else does? Because they write more things for immigrants that are just coming into this country than, than people that have been there their whole lives, right? That have been there their whole lives. Because we'll sit there and put people in, we'll give them plane tickets, we'll give them bus tickets, we'll give them hotel, hotel suites, but we won't take care of our own that are homeless. Minnesota and California are the two states in America where if you're if you're a, 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 a migrant, legal alien, illegal immigrant, you can have health insurance. But yet we have people that go to work every day that don't have health insurance. The fuck out of here. And y'all want to say that that's progressive? You motherfuckers are being left behind. And excuse my language, but you guys are being left behind and we're OK with it. Because at the end of the day, Lisa Clemens got her house. Cedric Fraser got his house. Nakima and them got days. Leslie Redmond got her condo in downtown Minneapolis. Tashira got her house. But what about the people that be out here, right? What about the people that are still out here fighting every day, nailing tooth in their communities. And because 
they go against the grain. They're seen as the bad guy. And I see that everywhere. I see it everywhere. Everywhere. I see it in Detroit. I see it in Philly. I see it in New York. I see it in Los Angeles. I see it in Texas. Everywhere in America, there's people that are speaking out against BLM. There's people speaking out against the NAACP. There's people speaking out against our education system. There's people speaking out against our judicial system. But because we're going against the grain and not with the grain, they silence us. They shadow ban us, right? They make it seem like we're crazy. They make it seem like we're the problem instead of seeing it that, you know what, our solutions will actually help and not set us backwards because we have to understand the past to get forward in the future. But we don't wanna take the time or the opportunities to sit there and go backwards and look at the wrongs being done and how can we fix that going forward, right? Because we can't move forward if we can't fix the past. And that's what's wrong. We have to fix the past. And it's and about fixing, it's correcting it. It's about making sure that that equality and that equity and that inclusion are already included, right? So we don't have to have the 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 arguments and the debates about the Claudine Gays or the, who was the Thomas um, Supreme Court Justice Thomas, right? to say that they only got there because of affirmative action or they got there because they're a DEI hire. No, I wanna see people go and, and, and get hired because of their, their merit, because of their, their credentials, right? And not be questioned about it. Because we don't do that to white people. We don't do that. We don't do that to white people. We don't do that to white people. We don't do that to white people because I can sit there and look at a lot of white people and see why are they in those positions and they're dumb as shit. They don't even deserve to be there, but because of their skin color, they're there. Or because they have a, a maybe a better degree or better education than the next. It doesn't make them a better candidate. It's just like what's going on in, in Red Wing, Minnesota, right? With their... Well, shit, I think they're about to hire one right now anyways, because I think uh, Kay Coleman is, she retires uh, sometime soon. And so they're gonna be looking for a city manager. That city manager job is a well-paying job, a well-paying job with a lot of benefits. And they control a lot, but yet, instead of going out and, and seeking somebody that is innovative, that is maybe a minority. They want to keep it in house. And who's all in there? Because there's no there's no minorities that work there in the city government of Red Wing. And if there is, there's nobody in a in a in a position of power. They're either the janitor, the media guy, maybe the garbage truck guy, collector. Not saying that those aren't good jobs, because they are but there's plenty of people that literally have the credentials to be great for the city of Redwood and they ignore them and, and they're of color and it's all because they're of color. So I know we uh, we talked about a few things this morning. We talked about uh, the breaking news in Perry, Iowa. Uh, you know, we talked about the Homestead Acts of 1862 and 1866 and what those look like you know i know that the homestead act of 1862 they were being offered land and uh, in bunches for ten dollars uh back then as i don't know what that is nowadays um i know that when they offered uh and we're i'll get into that too the dc compensation act as well because that paid slave owners compensation for their slaves being took uh so i really want to set people up to to show and see why our generational wealth isn't where it should be 
why our equity in America is where it's at and why our why black people are in poverty more than anybody else. And why we don't stick together because we need the more, we need black Wall Streets, right? We need groups like the Black Panthers and not these weird groups we have now that sell their soul to the highest bidder, right? Because that's what they're doing. They're, they, they sold out to an establishment. Because now it's about standing in front of the cameras. It's not about making change. It's not about passing good legislation. It's about, I got the most followers. You know, it's like crazy because I was on, right before I got on uh, Reverend Tim Christopher's live, uh, Mason popped up on live last night with somebody. And the fact that he was sitting there talking about his, oh, I'll do this for likes and follows. And like, dude, really? No wonder why we don't get no changes because everybody always cares about their following. I could care less about the following. Yeah, I, right. Me too. Me too. And that's what's crazy is if people really went back and looked and seen why we have the wealth gap that we have and seen why the why we have it. If they went back in history and looked at different things like the Homestead Act, the Compensation Act, and so many different things, they would see why it, the wealth gap is so big. They would see it because we've had so much stolen. Every time that we try to get ahead, they always come in and snatch it. They come in and, and, and take it, just like with this DEI thing, but in affirmative action. But y'all don't understand it. You People don't want to educate themselves on how to correct the wrongs in the past. And the only way that we do that is through education. It's through education. It's about reading. It's about, because reading is, is surely fundamental. Reading is surely fundamental. Um, so with that being said, come to the conclusion today, come to closure, another episode in, you know, uh, you can catch me live every day in the mornings or you can catch me on spotify google podcast youtube instagram TikTok. uh where else one more place i'm definitely going to keep speaking the truth the year 2024 is about the truth definitely going to keep on talking the truth because that's all we've seen these first five days or what's today today? Uh, these first four days is truth. And I keep I hope that it keeps on going at the rate that it's going and that people are paying attention. So win or fail, freedom or jail, heaven or hell, wish me well. Y'all have a great one. Every day fighting for my life. Every day fighting for my life. Fighting for my life.